right, we are back. We're back. Hey, so you want to buy a house? This is uh, your host here, Barry B, with Keller Williams Professionals. Uh, the so you want to buy a house guy. I like that. So you want to buy a house guy, huh? We'll see if that sticks. All right, so uh, we're back with episode four. All right, so we kind of started out talking about just the planning of getting your new home. Then we kind of got into talking about what you need to know about credit, getting that credit right. All right. Then we started talking about the five stages of home ownership, going from getting uh, pre-approval all the way to closing and getting your keys. OK, so we talked about those five stages. Now we want to start getting a little bit more specific into the certain to the specific areas that you need to deal with. You need to. Uh, be addressing okay all right so episode four is getting that pre-approval getting pre-approved for a loan all right getting pre-approved for a loan all right so pre-approval pre-approval is basically the bank determining how much money they can borrow you to buy a new house that's basically what it is it's a process that they're going to use to determine how much money they want on the body. And you want to get that pre-approval, okay? Uh, right now, the inventory is low. Now, it's not, it's not a lot of homes for sale. You're getting a lot of multiple bids on homes. And most of the sellers, most of your sellers nowadays, they're going to want you to come in with a pre-approval letter, okay? They want you to come in with a letter stating this bank is behind you and they have pre-approved you. Now, understand that pre, pre-approved you for that home loan before you make an offer. Because when you make an offer for a home, that's one of the things they're going to ask you for is that pre-approval letter from the bank, from your lender. Okay. So that mortgage uh, pre-approval, that basically tells them how much money they're going to borrow, they're going to loan you. All right. And with the pre-approval, lenders look at your income, your assets credit scores uh to determine if you would qualify if you would be if you would be a, approved for a loan so we're going to kind of get into uh, all of those things one thing that you don't want to do is start looking for homes that uh may not be in the price range or the price point that that you can afford you know you don't want to go looking at half million dollar homes and the bank says we're gonna loan you three hundred thousand. You're gonna get your uh, hopes dashed. So we don't want to do that. And the good thing about this, not only does it give you leverage with the seller, but it also lets you know this is what this is the area I should be looking at. Okay, this is the area I should be looking at. All right. So, uh, like I said, the process of determining how much loan they will uh, approve you for. Okay. Now, understand, it's pre-approval. You get the full approval once you find a home and you get the, they get the contract and they start working on that. Okay? So, the pre-approval doesn't mean you're guaranteed to get the loan. Okay? All right. So, some of the things that you're going to need to get pre-approved, you need to write this down, you know, share this with your friends. You're going to need this. I'm, 99.9% .9 of all mortgage companies are going to want this information. Start getting it together now. 
All right. How about proof of income? Proof of assets, good credit, employment verification, and then there's other documentation. So we're going to kind of get into uh, those different things. Okay. First, proof of income. All right. So most of your uh, mortgage companies are going to want pay stubs. Uh, they're going to want at least two months of pay stubs, at least two months. Some ask for three, but, uh, you know, that's, uh, they will let you know, but you're going to need at least two months of pay stubs. They want to know how much you're making. They want to know the consistency. Uh, they want to, they want making, they want to make sure that you can be able to pay that, uh, that mortgage note. They're also going to want to, the W-2s statements for the past two years. So this is, like I said, this is information you can start gathering. So if you don't have it or you can't find it, start looking for it. I think most companies you can uh, that you work for, you can go back to them and say, can I get that uh, copy of that uh, my W-2 from a couple years ago? All right. And uh, so W-2s and also your 1040s, your tax returns for the last two years. They're going to need all of this information. Now, also, what they're going to need, uh, like I said, with the uh, with your pay stubs, if you got any overtime, any bonuses or commissions. And then there's other income like uh, alum, uh, like uh, rental income. If you have a house that you're renting out um, 401ks, stocks that you might have, all of those things go into your income. All right. How much money is coming in? Then they are uh, proof of assets, bank statements. They're going to want at least two months of bank statements. Also, if you own real estate, stocks, IRAs, any other income that comes in. All right. So your, 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 your assets make up your net worth and they let the lender know that you have the funds to pay for down payments, closing costs, anything like that that comes up. So you're going to need to share all of that. Next thing. Good credit. Now, I kind of in my episode two, we talked about what you need to know about credit. So we kind of got into that, but we're going to uh, I'm going to talk more about it. Know your credit score, getting your credit score. That's one of the first things that the lenders are going to check. They're going to run that credit check and then see what your score is. Okay. Now, this is one thing. This is a myth right here that people always have. I, I hear this from uh, people when uh, the first time buyers and they want to get a home. I don't want them to run my credit. I, it's going to, uh, they're going to mess up my credit. If they run my credit. Okay. Number one, that's a myth. Running your credit is not going to hurt the score. And if you go to two or three different mortgage companies, they're going to have to run your credit. All right. They're not number two. They're not going to take your word for it. They are going to have to run your credit. Now, most mortgage companies, when they see on your credit inquiries, when I talked about this in episode two, when they see those inquiries and they see that uh, two uh, mortgage companies ran your credit, they're not going to hold that against you because they know you're shopping around for a loan. Okay, so let's let's get out of this mindset that I don't want them to run my credit. They are going to have to run your credit. They're going to have to pull your credit score from all three bureaus. Okay, it's going to happen. Okay, so let's let's get out of that myth. 
Uh, I mean, at the most, your score is going to go down maybe one or two points. And like I said, they're not going to hold that against you. Okay. Now, your score minimums, minimum scores, FHA loans, which are government, that's the uh, Federal Housing Administration, that's the government guaranteed loan to the lender. You need at least a 580. Okay. So we don't want to get out of this uh, mindset that you have to have this perfect credit. Okay. So a 580 score. Uh, the conventional loans, uh, they're most of most uh, lenders are going to require a 620 or higher score. Okay. So 580 or 620. Then there's also VA loans. So for my veterans, you can get VA loans, Veterans Administration. Then there's also USD loans, and those are mostly in rural areas. And uh, and then you have jumbo loans. Jumbo loans are loans that are over uh, $548,000. That's a jumbo loan, okay? Now, uh, with, the, with the FHA loans, I told you just before, uh, you'll need three and a half percent down payment. That's one of the good things about that uh, FHA loan. It's a low credit score and a low down payment. Conventional loans at that 620, usually five to 10 percent. Uh, and then some of the others, it just depends on what your credit score is like. The better your credit score is, the less down payment you're going to have to put. So that's always good. And uh, that's why I, I spent that time talking about credit getting your credit right so your lenders will be looking at your credit score there's also another thing they will be looking at dti debt to income ratio and that's basically the ratio of your debt and how much you make every month and it's very easy to figure that out all you have to do is add up all your debts you know your um car note um, light bills, uh, all your bills, credit card bills, um, not your rent, not if you're paying rent, you don't, you don't, you're going to add that up and you're going to divide it by what you make, uh, what your gross income is for the month and multiply it by a hundred. Now, mostly we want to keep that under 50%. So you don't want, you don't want it to be that high. Okay. Because this is the income, this is the uh, ratio of your bills, not including your mortgage payment. All right. Then you have employment verification. All right. Lenders are going to want to verify your employment. They're going to, they want to verify that your, that your income is stable and solid. They want to ensure that you can handle that uh, added financial burden of a new mortgage. Now, a lot of them, uh, a lot of companies nowadays, they have uh, where you they can uh, call HR and HR will verify when you started, how long you've been working there. Uh, some companies uh, uh, vendor that out to a third uh, party and they would get that information for, for you. And some mortgage companies have to call and get a verbal, a verbal verification. So you want to make sure that you that you have that and you, you'll be able to do that. Now, for self-employed people, well, that's going to be, uh, you know, you're self-employed. They can't call and verify. But something, things that you will need, you will need additional documents. Okay? You're going to need additional documents like a profit and loss statement, 
business license, uh, an accountant signed statement you might need, balance sheets. Those are kind of the things that you're going to need if you're self-employed. Okay. And then other documentation, they will need a driver's license, um, social security card, uh, copies of those. Um, those are the things that they're going to need to get a pre-approval. Now, once the, your uh, company, um, once the lender gets that information, they're going to go through that information and then they'll be able to tell you if you qualify for a mortgage now, how much you will qualify for. They can even give, they'll even give you an estimate on how much your, your uh, monthly payment will be. So you can get all of that information up front so you know and like i said that equips you for when you get ready to go out and start looking for a home if you want to keep your mortgage payment under a certain amount then you know what what amount of home you should be looking for uh and that that, that, that equips you that gives you more knowledge and not just going out blind okay those are the things that you will need uh for that pre-approval like i said and like i told you at the beginning pre-approval uh, they give you a letter and that that letter, it, it, it equips you. OK, it makes you understand, makes you know what you can be looking for. Also, when you go to a seller, hey, I'm already pre-approved for a loan. Now, once again, remember, pre-approval doesn't mean it's not a guarantee now, because once you find that house that you want, you're going to put the offer in. And when it gets accepted. Now, you're going to send all that paperwork to your lender, and then they're going to go through their process. And I'm going to get on uh, talk about that on another podcast. But right now, we want to get you pre-approved for that loan. Talked about all those documents that you need to start gathering up. Start getting and start collecting them, okay? Uh, most companies have it online. And then you can just download it, and then they save it. So when when your mortgage company asks for it, boom, I can go. you can go in and send it to them, okay? All right. So if you have any questions, remember, you can contact me at Barry B at KW.com. You can call me 832-786-1270. Plus, I'm on social media. If you go to Facebook, go to Homes by Barry B. Uh, my website is Homes by Barry B.com. Instagram, you can go to. So you want to buy a house? You can also go to. Spring Homes by Barry B. And on my Twitter, Homes by Barry B. So I'm I'm pretty much everywhere that you, you can go and look. You can go to my website. I also put uh there's a podcast on my website. So if you don't have uh you can actually go straight to it there and listen to my podcast. This is episode four. All right. So remember you can contact me if you have questions. Um now, I serve the spring area in Houston, but the information I'm giving you is good anywhere, anywhere in Houston, anywhere in Texas, pretty much anywhere in the United States. I'm not going to mean now when we start talking about first time homebuyer programs, now that some of those get specific to the county you're in, the city and the state. But this information I'm giving you now, this is for everybody. OK, this is for everybody. So I don't care if you're in Pearland. If you're in Pasadena, you're in Sugarland, you're in uh, Katy, Humble, Cypress, 
the Woodlands, Conroe. All of this is for you at Houston, okay? All right, so we're gonna uh so just know that you can get a contact with me at any time through all of those. Barry B at kw.com, uh homesbyberryb.com. Uh, 832-786-1270 hit that subscribe button okay that way the, when the next uh when the next podcast comes out it'll notify you and let you know uh so i'm going to be going through these steps and then i'm going to hit more specific things after episode five all right okay uh thank you all right have a good day mm-hmm.